Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most is by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, joining us today on our exclusive segment on This and the Third is none other than Sandy and John of Shy Gives Back. Now, let's begin the show in the best fashion we know how by slow clapping these beautiful black people in, shall we? <laughs> Now, Sandy, John, welcome, first of all. Thank first you. of all, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Now, Shy Gives Back, that's a dope name, yeah, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us and the people listening, what is Shy Gives Back? So, Shy Gives Back, we are a social impact organization, okay. and we are looking to basically connect folks in the city of Chicago or outside the city of Chicago with giving opportunities. So, with these opportunities, they can either be drives, they can be um, events that we want to put on, but we want to basically be the, the hub for folks that want to give back in the city of Chicago. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. when organizations or people want to give back, they come to you guys? Absolutely. Okay. And that's, that's what we're hoping, just okay. in general. Um, I know Sandy and I, we, we have, uh, outside what we do with uh, Child Gives Back, we have some really great jobs in that we're able to connect with different folks from different levels, whether they be your, your top level executives down to the folks that are, that are you know, cleaning up. So right. we want to be able to, to reach out to everyone yeah. right. to let them know that we can be that, that liaison when it comes to giving back in the city of Chicago. Okay. Now, even if people, like you said, don't live in Chicago, but want to give mm -hmm. back through the hub that you all have created, do most of the resources that they give stay in the Chicagoland area or how does that look in terms of geographical reach? They do. They do. So, I mean, our goal is, is it, it's Shy Gives Back. So it's mm -hmm. all about supporting the communities um, because we, I'm, I'm a South Side girl, you Come know, on, so, you know, we, we know our communities and we know how in need our communities are, right. you know, rather it's to help clean up the, clean up some of the streets or rather it's to go and feed the homeless or rather it's to, help a school. Right. Um, we, we were really focusing on the inner city mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's what's most important to us. Absolutely. But people can donate from outside. Yeah, donate from anywhere. Right. We're going <laughs> to get to how you can donate in a moment, man. But we want to understand a little bit more about the, the why behind it. Like, okay. why'd you all get started? What was the inspiration behind it? And what kind of sets you guys apart? Because yeah. there may be some other organizations that may be doing this sim something similar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why should we donate to you kind mm, of thing? Absolutely. So how we, get, how we got started. Right. I wish our uh, other co-founder was here, Corey Marshall. He, Shout out to Corey. Hey, Corey. <laughs> What's up, Corey? <laughs> he is actually the catalyst on why we started what we're doing. Okay. Uh, he had approached myself um, about some just to give back in the city of Chicago. This was back in September of last year, let's say. Gotcha. So he did some, some giving back in the city of D.C., or the District of Columbia right. in general, he gave back the last couple of years and he approached me saying, I'm living in Chicago now, I wanna be able to do something and make a big impact, do you mm -hmm. wanna join me? And I'm like, yes, of, of course. course, this is something right. I really wanna do, well, I, I do a lot right. um, out in the community just in general and this is something I, I really wanna make a big impact. So then I'm really good friends with Sandy and that's when I had Sandy out at a, a, a Bulls game and I approached her saying, hey Sandy, this is, this is what we hey, want to do. <laughs> this is what we want to do. And she was all aboard. And y'all know Sandy personally. She yeah. is just a ball of energy. Oh, and yeah. she's just like, she's just, you know that she wants to be able to help. So right. we all came together and we decided to do a Chicago Land Toy Drive, which is like an event that we put on back in uh, December. So we were able to raise, how many toys did we raise? 
Over 5,000. Wow. Yeah. And then we, we raised a, a lot of money and we ended up giving back to um, two homeless shelters. So okay. one of them was a safe haven for women and children. The other was the Primo Center, which is on the south side as well. Primo so, Englewood. So we were able to actually help out and uh, make an impact with these organizations. Right. And right when that was over, we, we felt so good. You know, we're like, right. you know, we were on an emotional What's high. Next? What's right, next? Right, right, right. Let's go. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of how Shy Gives Back. It, it, it was birthed from us giving back in December. So I think just in general, like we have that um, philanthropic, like, you know, just like, this is spirit. what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. the mm -hmm. spirit. We want to be able to give back. And we actually, to be honest, we have some money left over. And we were like, we want to use this to, for good. So mm -hmm. I'll let Sandy talk through on just, I mean, the, I just talked about the process, but I'll let Sandy talk through like the event that we're putting on next that's going to continue to, to help our folks to be able to come out and, and be able to support us just in general. Yeah, now, before yeah. we get to the next oh, okay. initiative, no, it's cool. I just had a weird question. I've noticed that my kids don't really play with toys. Have okay. you run into it where kids are like, oh, man, this is cool, this is cool, but you got a phone? Yeah. <laughs> like, do they do that? I think nah, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. who do not grow up having access to yeah, Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I forgot Still my kids are toys. spoiled. Yes, <laughs> they are. They have a better phone than oh, I do. No, they, yeah, they do. And me. All right, so go ahead with the upcoming initiative, Sam. I well, swear. Well, before I get to that, though, but your question, one of your questions was what sets us apart from yeah, yeah, others. I apologize. So um, with us going to the Primo Center and, um, and the other shelter, we, we were able to actually say, hey, thank you, um, Mr. So-and-so, for donating this, this gift. These kids literally wrote letters to Santa, basically, mm -hmm. and we took those letters, and we, within our networks, we passed them out. We distributed them and said, we have all these kids that want, these are their, their lists to Santa. Who wants to donate? Do you want to sponsor a kid? Yeah. Right. People went through the list and they said, I'll take kid number 17, I'll yep. take whatever, whatever. Oh, wow. But also when we went there, they had the opportunity to come with us yeah, as well. Yeah, so being able to have that hands-on experience mm -hmm. um, and actually being able to say, this was, this was, this was uh, Lorenzo, you know, and this is Lorenzo's gift. That, that, you just feel so different, yeah, you know, because yeah. anyone can donate money and, yeah. and give a gift and drop it off and right. see you buy. Yeah. But, but for an organization, touch, yeah. and it's personalized. Yeah, that it is, touch, it is. Yeah. So as an organization, <laughs> for anything that we do, we want to be able to um, have give people that opportunity mm -hmm. to say not only do you have this opportunity to give, but you also have the opportunity to be there yes. when we're yep. giving it to the, pe the people that Absolutely. we're collecting it for. So Absolutely. that's a huge difference. It's a totally different impact. And I haven't, I've, I've volunteered a lot, but... I haven't really had that type of experience. Right. And I mean, this is women's shelter. I yes. literally helped a woman upstairs with a baby, baby in one hand and a, and a small child because she had so many toys. Yeah. And I helped her upstairs. And for me to have that experience and in going into a homeless shelter yeah. and seeing where this woman and her child yeah. lives every single day, oh, yeah. like that, yeah. it changes, it changes so much. Yeah. It changes yeah. so much. I, I, would, I would say that, you know, sometimes your, your presence is the greatest gift you can give. Yeah. You know, it's cool to have something to unwrap and whatever, but it's like some people just want to have a conversation. Somebody there, yeah. exactly. somebody there exactly. a name exactly. to a face, yeah. those yep. types of things. Exactly. So now what's going on with the upcoming initiative? So our next uh, initiative is called Teach to Give. Okay. And it originally started with us doing a book bag drive. That was the idea. And um, Corey, again, um, had, had, he just casually said, Corey. he just casually said, okay, why don't we also do something for the teachers? Okay. And we were like, no, why don't we just make that what the event is? Because right. no one ever does anything for our teachers. And our teachers spend so much of their own money every single year decorating their class. Every season yes. they want to do something seasonal. You know, they want to do a good friend of mine. She does a red carpet theme at her school in oh, Inglewood. Wow. She does a father-daughter dance in Inglewood. And I'm talking about babies, like right. kindergarten, first, second. Baby babies. Exactly. <laughs> and 
I don't, I don't, I don't see many father-daughter dances in Inglewood right. or yeah. anywhere on the South Side. So. Yeah. These teachers want to give these kids the experience, but they don't have the funds, the resources to yeah. do so. Right. So we want to, again, become that resource center. So what we did was with, um, with Teach to Give, again, we reached out to our networks, um, and we basically said, you all know a teacher that's very deserving. Yeah. Um, this is the initiative that we're doing, and please submit their name, how, how many years they've been teaching, and why you feel that they should receive something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also list out what it is that they need from their, for their classrooms. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we went through, we had all, so many nominations. Oh, um, yeah, we I did. And it's hard to, you know, again, with an organization that literally we came together organically and was mm -hmm. like, okay, we want to do this. We should, we should become official. Right. You know, so it's hard with that and then honestly reaching out to our own our own contacts and, and depending on people to, to blast it out. And um, so we selected 50, 50 teachers that we are really, really pushing to get everything that they have on their list. Mm -hmm. And then another 50 teachers that we're going to basically put together all these hand sanitizers, Kleenex, yeah. you know, things that they need and they buy yeah. all, all the time, the time. Right. Um, paper and things like that. So that's our goal. And yeah. through that initiative, again, you know, we, we, we're asking people for donations. We're asking folks if you want to sponsor a teacher. Right. Um, you know, we can send it out. And just today, I got two two people sponsoring teachers. Yep. Um, but those are the initiatives. And again, we're, we're going to do another event. Right. Um, so that event is going to be August seventh at the Godfrey, and mm -hmm. that event is where we, we will rec recognize those teachers. Okay. And then the following week, um, the top fifty teachers, we will um, we'll go to seven ten lanes in Hyde Park, mm -hmm. um, and then we'll have you know we'll have bowling there, and they can bring their family, and they'll okay. actually come and oh. pick up the gifts. That's what's up. Yeah, now, okay. and, and, and that gives the givers the opportunity to also yeah, interact absolutely. with those that are giving absolutely. Absolutely. Again, the personal absolutely. touch that we talked about. Yes. Yeah. Um, and will these become annual events? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so, both, so everything, it sounds like you all are kind of building it as you we go are. Oh, and yeah. continuing yes, to are. make these annual events. We are. Absolutely. We are. Because, I mean, once you do it, you know, people, people they, want they wait. They, they, they want can't more. wait. They we had so many people after the, the yeah. toy drive that were like, oh, my God, let me know. Please, I want to be involved next year. Right. And because, you know, we make it more of an event as well. Like, we don't want it to just be like, oh, you're donating your money, but we want to do something fun. So, right. you know, right. we did we did an event that, you know, we had DJs and we had photo booths and we had lots of great raffle prizes. Yeah. And it was more of an experience. Right. So, you know, people people are definitely yeah. down for anything that they can just come and, you know, relax and network right. and also doing something that benefits a great yeah, cause. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks to you all's value proposition as well, that that experience that experience. you're able to. I mean, They're I want to kick it. I want to. Right, but right, I want right, to party right. with a purpose. Right. 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 I want to party with a purpose. Exactly. So I really appreciate that. Makes that. Sense. On the rim, yeah. on the rim. So, um, besides the two initiatives that you all mentioned, what are some other maybe ideas that have been kicked around, maybe by Corey? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we might be able to look forward to before the year is out or even next year. Or anything on the horizon besides? Well, even last night we had went together and we talked and we do have some things down the pipeline. I know mm -hmm. that we are looking to do some things for around the, the Labor Day weekend okay. to um, partner with the bar barbershop to yeah, be able to yeah. help Back provide to yeah, free Catch a and fade. I know we were talking also about um, eventually, like this is like big picture, you know, mm -hmm. being able to, to provide scholarships, yes. um, yeah. be yes. able to help um, kids go to college just yeah. in general. So and necessary. I know we were thinking about doing an event in spring as well. Like, uh, um, I know we had a fitness. Movie. Yeah, a, a fitness. You guys are having like a brainstorm. Yeah. 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 Because we have a great, I mean, it's, we have three founders, but we have great 
people that are on our committees yeah. and, and things like that that just you know are spitting out these great ideas right. and you know we we don't want to oversaturate it but right. you know we want to do something that makes sense for, for things right. and we want to we want to do something you know quarterly or seasonally or something like that yeah. where you know we're, we're, we're constantly doing something where we're giving back or giving people the opportunity yeah. to yep. come together and network and even with the, the the big events that we're doing we're also looking to do smaller volunteer opportunities yeah. so yeah. going to maybe Thanksgiving dinner, being able to go to a homeless shelter to serve. I know there are a lot of folks that I'm friends with that mm -hmm. want to be able to do it, but then Thanksgiving passes and mm -hmm. I go to do something and they're like, man, I really wish you would have told me about it. Right. Yeah. Or I wish I would have knew ahead of time, you know, yeah. to, so I can be able to help out. And I hear that all the time. So I'm like, let's just try to use our network and mm -hmm. what we know in general and the, the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like exactly. that. So, I like that. Um, so obviously there's more to come, but uh, for those that want to get involved, it was it August 7th with the teachers? Yeah. August 7th. August 7th, is 7th yes. for the teachers. And uh, we want to play a game with you all called This, That, and the Third. Okay. okay. Now the rules are very simple. We're going to ask you three questions. All you have to do is answer honestly and from the heart. Okay. Okay. But before we do that, let people know how they can get in contact with you and support uh, the initiative and just keep up to date with it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So all of our everything, Instagram, Facebook, um, is shy, C-H-I, gives back. Okay. And from those pages, you'll be able to find all of our individual um, initiatives that we have going on. Um, and we're um, developing our website because these days, social media is more important than actually having a website. Yeah. Um, but we are, it definitely is important. But you can, uh, shygivesback.com will be, um, is, our, is our website. Yeah. Um, and then from Instagram and Facebook, you'll be able to donate um, to Shy Gives Back. Cool. All right, so Shy Gives Back for everybody out there. Spell it as a sound, none of that funny stuff, okay? <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into the game. This is down the third. Do you want to kick it off or shall I? Uh, you go. All right. So um, this is this. In the grand scheme of things, with all the ideas and the conversations you all are having, and I mean, I think you all are living testimonies to the fact that you can do anything that you put your mind to, right? So ultimately, knowing that you can do anything and you can make this organization do whatever you want it to do, have whatever impact you want it to have, what does success look like? Like, how do you gauge, man, this is working and this is successful? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Either can answer. I mean, I'd like to hear from both okay. of you. You know, when I go into an event or to anything process, I'll, that's one thing I always ask. Mm -hmm. What is success to us? So just in general, what you want to know about Chai Gives Back or Teach to Give? Because Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me, mean, let's keep it broad scale. Chai and then back. one of y'all talk about the program. One of y'all talk about the, the uh, organization. Okay. So I'll, I'll touch on the, the organization. Okay. So what success look like to us? So being able to offer opportunities for folks to be able to, to build our network and then also having those opportunities to volunteer, I think that's really critical. But just, I think overall, um, the, the big picture is we want to give back. So as long as that we build like a, a network of volunteers or, and or we are accomplishing our goals as far as those big picture initi initiatives, mm -hmm. I think that we would value, view that as a success. Because okay. I think at the end of the day, like, we are pulled every which way. We're on other committees, but this is our baby. This right. is something that we want to be successful. So um, we're still in the beginning stages of, of what we're putting together. But I feel like we have built the, the foundation for success just in general. So us meeting regularly just to make sure that we're all on the same page. But also, just like I said, growing that network and doing these events and then each event individually is looking at it. Right. Is this how, what's success to us? What it, look, what it looks like? And just 
that's just being honest about like where we're at and what we're trying to do just right. in general and holding, holding each other accountable too yeah, yeah. that's important so yeah. now as it pertains to teach to give yeah so teach to give um success we've we've we, we've started at a point where we put it out there and everyone's excited about right. it so that's that's kind of phase one phase two is actually being able to support all of these teachers. Um, and again, we're starting off with 100, and it may sound like it's, it's a small number, um, but when you do the math, it's no small oh, not number. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're talking about over, over, over $10,000. So um, for us, eventually, in the long run, we'd love to have corporate sponsors. We'd love to be able to get those teachers those iPads that they want. Um, we'd love to be able to get them those, those desk and chairs that they want. Um, so all that stuff obviously takes a lot of money. Right. But for us right now, success is just being able to see those teachers come in and us being able to support those 100 teachers and them come in and them leave with a smile on their face and knowing that, you know, people may not think that $50 is a lot of money, but you know how much our CPS teachers get paid. Oh, yes. And, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of money. So if we can just save them a, a week's worth of pay and mm -hmm. not having them to, to need to go mm -hmm. buy paper or, you know, borders or anything like that, right. then we've, made, we've been successful. Just to piggyback on what she's saying, I feel like just in general, we've already achieved success mm -hmm. when it comes to teach, event, I mean, teach to Give. I apologize. Mainly because we've been reaching out to these teachers, and I want to give a special shout out to Lola because she's been doing the groundwork Lola. as far hey, as Lola. <laughs> calling the teachers and letting them know, mm -hmm. you know, about them being nominated and you know receiving this in our, in our eyes a prestigious honor in order right. to come right. out to this. And that little bit, like teachers crying, you right. know, like they were yeah. really excited because yeah. people are thinking about them, yeah. not yeah. only just us but the folks that nominated them. Exactly. They went out their way and said all these amazing things. So like we sat down and we were just like. It was hard to choose, you know, like, oh, but yeah. to be able to reach yeah. out to There's them. There's a lot of amazing yeah. teachers in Chicago Man, that are so often, many. if not always, overlooked. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like I said, that I'm already seeing it as success. I just want them to come out to the event right. so I can just, you know, Shake their hand, give right. them a hug, let them know right. they appreciate it out here in Chicago. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Success in phases. All right, well, that was this. This is that. Okay, so give me three adjectives that would best describe yourself. What's an adjective? Mm. It, it, is, is it a descriptive <laughs> word? No, I'm just saying, so I can make sure I can, okay, maybe they knew, maybe they knew. Don't let the time. You were saying. Okay. I'm sorry. Adverbs, adjectives, I get them confused. You go first, Okay. Okay, uh, three adjective, adjectives to describe myself. So one would be um, driven. Mm -hmm. I'm very driven and focused. And uh, uh, black, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> That is a descriptor. Uh, yeah. That is an adjective. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess let's, let's just say hungry. You know, like I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not satisfied all the time. Like I think people, they, they get complacent where yeah. they're at. I'll continue no matter what I think I'm, su I'm successful at. I'm going to continue to set goals for myself and, and keep on going. Oh, so right. I like it. Hmm. Gosh. There's so many, there's so many words to describe me. If you ever get the chance to meet them, you will have 36 adjectives. I can do it. You want to describe me. For your first describe you. Lovely, beautiful, talented, amazing. All of these. All the, like the, the synonyms for amazing. I don't know how many we can put down. That's Sandy. Just vivacious. She is just Charismatic. Well, yeah. it's more than just that. Like, <laughs> she is analytical. She mm -hmm. is a boss. Like, oh, yeah. when I tell you, oh, yeah. a boss. Um, what else? What else are you that I haven't talked about? Sandy Robinson. Yes. Yes. Right. The name says it all. That's it. The That's name it. says it all. That's it. Okay. Um, and this is the third. 
What advice would you give to, let's, let's say, the teenage version of yourself? What advice would you give to the teenage version Ooh, of yourself? Mm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Those years. I, 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 now I do have a quick answer for this. <laughs> I would just say keep going. Okay. Keep going. No one, don't listen to anyone. Um, if you have, God has you. You're, you're on this path for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I say that because of where I started from. And I, and I always told myself, like my friends are doing this. I'm staying here. I've, I've always been different. Right. And being different is, has gotten me to where I am now. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't go left when they, when they say go right. right. Or you just, you just stay on your own path. Right. You stay right. on your own path. I'm clear. I'm clear. I think uh, if I were to say something to my, my teenage self, I would say to... Um, appreciate the people that are in your life, you know, because at the time, you know, you really don't know when someone's time is going to be called. Yeah. And then also appreciate the people that aren't in your life. Uh, mm -hmm. People are putting your life for a reason, and, and sometimes it's for a season. So, like, mm -hmm. I really, I, I would just say stay focused on the relationships that you do have, and, um, but be open to, to the other ones in, in, in the rest of your life because you're going to be doing a lot of big things. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, one last time before we get out of here, please tell the people how they can keep in contact with you and most importantly, how they can support the Donate. cause. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook, Shy Gives Back, C-H-I Gives Back. Instagram, Shy Gives Back, uh, shygivesback.com. And contact at Shy Gives Back if you need to email us. Stay like that. Well, we definitely appreciate you all pulling up and popping out to an exclusive segment of this, that, and the third. Can we uh, slow clap them out? Of course. Job well done. Job well done. And thank y'all for uh, tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co host with the most, Miss Reese Peace, the one and only. And we are the undisputed king and queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, let's begin the show in the best fashion we know how, beginning with some new news for all these new news. What well, we got kicking off our news headlines today, Reese. I don't know. What did you say? Uh, white people done gone crazy. I'm trying to figure out... Didn't we already know this? Um, I don't know. Did you? I, I thought I thought I knew white people. The white people in my life that I've ever encountered with, they've been crazy. What say you? Okay, so two incidents mm -hmm. have recently happened. Just two? White people crazy. Not just two, but mm -hmm. two major incidents. What's going on? So the first incident happened in Florida. As this white car pulled into a handicapped parking spot at a convenience store in Clearwater, Florida. 28-year-old Marquise McLaughlin and his five-year-old son can be seen entering the store to buy snacks. Then this SUV pulls up. Cops say the driver, identified as Michael Draca, became upset when he saw that the white car was in a handicapped spot without a permit. Words were exchanged with the woman behind the wheel. Then McLaughlin emerged from the store. When he realized what was happening, he shoved Draca to the ground. All my man was trying to do is protect his girl like anybody else would. What happens next is shocking. Watch as Draca reaches into his pocket, pulls out a pistol, and fires a single shot. McLaughlin staggers back to the store, clutching his chest. He collapsed and died of his injuries. He don't even get up, and he just pulls out his gun and shoots. 
like from the it ground. Was like he was so ready. Yeah, he was ready. <laughs> he, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, do white people go into these situations knowing I can shoot these niggas and get away with it? Therefore, I can start a fight and end it with a gunfight. So I think this particular situation, yes, because um, at this gas station, this man has had altercations with. Numerous people. Whoa. Numerous black people. At the same gas station. Same place. And even the owner says he often gives the customers a hard time with parking. Okay, so where she was parked, she was parked in handicap, and he was checking to see, obviously, if she had the sticker or a tag. Mm -hmm. But she was in the car. Waiting. He who? He, the white man. The white police officer? No, the white man. Just the man. Just the so white. So we found the him. The white man. We, we found, found him. We found the man. Damn. <laughs> this is the man. Okay. So he sees no indication of handicapped him. And he felt the need to say something. And I will say this. My mom has a handicap sticker, right? And they do do that. That is a thing that the they do. Handicapped people do that or the man does that? The man. Just checks randomly. Yes. Like. They will look at your play and they will question you if they don't see it. But these are not the handicapped individuals that are being impacted by you no. taking their spot. These are just random citizens. These are white people who... But on the flip side, when they see injustices happening to Negroes, what do they do then? Oh, nothing. That, they that say don't very them. little. Yeah, that don't bother mm. them. So anyway, this man pulled out. He, apparently, he killed the guy. He shot him in his chest. From the floor? He <laughs> shot him in his chest. He grabbed his chest and fell back. Um, but it's a stand your ground state, so. But he was sitting. <laughs> this nigga should go to jail based off the fact that it's called stand your ground and he was sitting. <laughs> That's what I say. It's called stand your ground for a reason. But so, my thing is, if she would have pulled out her gun and shot him. Mm, while first, black. First, Shooting while black is illegal in Florida, car, I'm sure. He, I felt threatened. I stood my ground. They would have been like, ah, ma'am, you were behind the wheel of a car, see, seated. That's not standing something. ground. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. We're that would have see. been a drive-by. We're going to see how this But I was up. parked. Okay. Uh, so no charges, no nothing, just another dead nigga in the streets. Not yet, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, and so this is America. That was in Florida. This uh, young lady, Nia Wilson, 18, was stabbed by a white man as she was waiting for the train um, in the Bay Area. She was with her sisters. Because of what? Were they fighting as well? Were they, were they standing too close to the platform and he tried to check her? No. Just walked up and just stabbed her. Because she was black, apparently. Training while black. So, so this, the guy is John Lee Cowell. Fuck you, John um, Lee. He has a lengthy criminal record, um, but his family is trying to say that he's being diagnosed with bipolar disorder and ah. schizophrenia. It's convenient how we always jump to mental illness as a defense. So I want to read something that Anne Hathaway, is it? Yep, Anne ha uh, Hathaway, the, the girl from, uh, no, Devil Wears Prada. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, she saw this and heard about it. Um, and she said, the murder of Nia Wilson, may she rest in the power and peace. She was denied here, is unspeakable, and must not be met with silence. She is not a hashtag. Mm. She was a black woman and she was murdered in cold blood by a white man. Mm. White people, including me, including you, must take into the marrow of our privileged bones the truth that all black people fear for their lives daily in America and have done so for generations. White people do not have equivalents for this fear of violence. 
Salute. I'm not going to slow clap that because I think she should have said that yeah, several oh, cases ago. But nevertheless. Maybe this touched her. And so the fact yeah. that some of this stuff is Maybe she's from the Bay. Touch. Maybe she rides trains. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for those notions. But we know these things. Yeah. What the fuck is we going to do about them? Yeah, that's kind of where we at now. And the part about her statement I don't agree with is this isn't a white man. A man would not do that to another human, let alone a female or a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just randomly stab a, a young lady on he a platform. He stabbed her and her sister, but her sister survived. Come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. I thought Kanye said bipolar was a superpower. <laughs> when did this shit become something that allows you to stab people Maybe and get away with it? Man, something's uh, awry here. So yeah. Fuck you. All right, what else is going on in the news, though? So now the tariffs, um, I know you've been hearing about that, right? Yeah, that family from the, um... No. What's... No, irritate me. <laughs> what you talking about the tariffs? I thought that was them niggas stay on the east side. No. The tariff family. No, the tariffs. I don't know Fred Tariff. The tariffs that the president um, is infringing Oh, upon. tariffs. Tariffs, yeah. Pronounce it right. Oh! <laughs> Same, man, enunciate. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the tariffs. Uh, I didn't no. even say that. Oh, my bad. But okay. So, yeah. So, the U.S. Department of uh, Agriculture announced a $12 billion three-part plan that would borrow money. Let me get that. From the U.S. Treasury to pay producers of soybeans, corn, wheat, cotton, dairy, and hog. Hmm. This is my question. Don't we print money? And then we're borrowing you money that we print. Do we really have to, to pay that shit back? That is so stupid, right? That shit is finesse.org.com.net. Yeah. Don't make, don't make don't sense. Don't make sense. But, um, yeah, so this whole thing with the tariffs, mm -hmm. right, um, that he's placing is really going to affect the farmers. The farmers here in Illinois or farmers nationally? Well, Definitely in Illinois, but okay. nationally. Okay. And so I, I read a couple of quotes. Um, Damn it, I love corn. From, <laughs> from different farmers. And one farmer who <laughs> quotes is... Quotes from farmers? Yeah. because <laughs> They write these notes, quotes? Yes. Farmers don't have computers. <laughs> Whatever. Everybody they don't. Has a computer. Oh, okay. Um, well, no, not everybody. Not everybody. So a couple farmers that are in agreement to... Some of the stuff that Trump is doing, mm -hmm. one said this should have been done 20 to 30 years ago. It's been unfair for a long, long time. We import more stuff uh, from China than they do us. Yeah. So, I mean, well, some agree that, yeah, we do need to, you know, kind of level it out. Right. But a lot of them are saying um, this is going to fall on our chins. It's going to what? It's going to fall on their chins. It's going to What do you mean? Like they're going to feel like they're getting stole off on? You're going to make me mad. You said fall on their chins. I've never heard that saying. Meaning they're going to feel the grunt of oh. these taxes, of this war, of this trade war. Yeah, because it's like a tariff war at this point, yeah. right? Okay. And, and China uh, controls a lot because we get a lot from them. But I thought that this was saying that anything that they send to us, they're going to have to pay extra to send it to us. And we was going to use that extra or the money that we're borrowing to subsidize buying it locally. That's not what I'm reading here? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It's a lot of different stuff. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. And What's an embargo? I don't know. I'm 
my is this fucking vocab words, man? <laughs> like, this shit is all over my head. But I want to get it because I want to. No. I want to feel sorry for somebody, well, but no, I don't know who feels so sorry. It's affect you. Like, okay. Yeah. So how's it gonna affect my six piece? Um, like he doesn't want the German cars here anymore, right. right? So he's gonna place a tariff on all of the Mercedes Benz that are coming in. That are coming in, right? I thought it was the same thing because they're with, not made here, right? I, I'm thinking it's the same thing with Chinese manufactured uh, crops. Is that not what this is saying? I don't know how it's negatively impacting our farmers here. I thought it would because negatively it's impact make the, their like soybeans and stuff. It's gonna make their products more expensive in China. Uh, and now they're not going to fuck with it. Possibly. But they don't buy a lot from us to begin with. But they buy enough Certain, for it to be felt. These farmers that grow these things, yeah. yes, okay. they do. They buy enough soybeans. Wheat. Corn. Cotton. Cotton. Cotton? <laughs> I, have, I feel some type of way if you're a cotton farmer. I feel some type so, of way. Wait. So, like, so, to go back to the cars, if he places a tax, then to get a Honda Civic, Instead of it being thirty thousand, it may be forty three thousand. Mm -hmm. Like so, that's how it'll affect some of the consumers, the things that you buy and purchase. Gotcha. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't we moving to a lot of genetically modified uh, foods to the point where maybe this will make people uh, make fake food as opposed to growing it the right way because you, are, you can shortcut it? But I think it's already here. I uh, really what, think what so. I mean, I just know that a GMO is like genetically modified organism, right? I know that a lot of seeds, I mean, a lot of um, fruits that I used to eat growing up no longer have seeds as an adult. I wonder how you reproduce these if they have no seeds. Yeah, but you it do just have feels the like they're fake. Those with seeds, but they're becoming more expensive. And therefore, we do not buy them. No, and therefore, you do not buy them. Oh, you spend the extra 10 cents? Yeah, because I know it should have a seed in it. Yeah. I, I, I would, damn. <laughs> like wow. grapes without seeds. Yeah, it just like didn't have a seed. seed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, farmers, keep your head. Um, take it on the chin, nigga. And maybe, <laughs> maybe get a computer and find a way <laughs> to increase your digital yeah. literacy skills and, and supplement your income. Maybe uh, Bitcoin. Anyway. I'm just saying. Moving right along to the devils in sheep clothing. Yeah, what's going on with that? So this guy, his name is James Daniel... Uh, Something or other. Arbach? I don't know. Arbaugh. He's a 40-year-old um, Virginia missionary who's been traveling back and forth for the past 15 years. What do you mean missionary? Like he's doing God's work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? Um, like a, a male nun? No, don't missionaries just travel and help out? Spread peace? Yeah, okay. right? supposedly. Um, but he's been traveling back and forth to Haiti for 15 years and in that process he's been sexually abusing boys. Ah. He's been going into these villages and praying upon the vulnerable. But you know, not praying. 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 Praying, praying upon these kids. And so he's just been sentenced to 23 years um, and the, the head of the Justice Department Everybody is like, we want people to understand that you can't do that here, you can't do that there, uh, worldwide. Like, you can't mess with kids. You can't do that on the plane going or coming. None of that shit like, is legal. it's not going to be tolerated. So, but he, he did admit it. I mean, he did a plea, uh, guilty plea. He admitted it to, to touching um, the kids' genitals. It's just hard to even say. Now, was it boys only? Yeah. What is it with 
these men. Religious men, and like, cause ain't that like big in the Catholicism? Yeah. yeah, like they just like do little boys for some reason. Not everybody, Not but you know, they it'd be a, like a disproportionate amount of fathers trying like, to get sons. You know what I'm saying? Like altar boys and stuff. So you would think it stops there, but it's it, a what, totally what, different. Go ahead. What religion is a missionary? Are are they a religion? No. So who can we blame a, this to on? To be a missionary, I think you are either you, you can go through a church that has like a missionary group. Oh. Um, that travels abroad okay, okay, okay. instead of different mission trips. Right. That kind of thing. So okay. I don't necessarily think it's a religion, and I'm not sure what his religion is if he has any. Pedophiliation is apparently his religion. Well, pedophilia is now becoming a sexual orientation. What do you mean? So at the TEDx, there were some scholars. Like I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm a pedophile? Yes. Never. Yes, that's what they are pushing on society right now. So they are saying that society needs to become more accepting to this, right? And they are asking that the LGBTQ community open their doors and welcome them in. as Welcome in, in the pedophiles. Yeah. Even they, if you're pedophiling somebody that's not your same gender? Yes. Yes. I'm lost. Why would the gay community embrace a non... I'm not saying they should not embrace non-gays, but... Why would they go after the gay community to say embrace us when they're not doing the same thing? Like why well, the gay you have LGBTQ so that are also a questionable Q. could be pedophile? Pedophile? No, the pedophile is going to be its own entity. Okay, they will be called MAP, minor attracted persons. Ain't that map. the goofiest shit? Get your MAP ass up by the Or there, wait, or no MAP. Non-offending, minor attracted person. Meaning you haven't acted on it yet, or what do you mean non-offending? Or you're just like, man, I'm cool. I'm cool with the maps. I don't know. It's like a a GD and a non-neutral. Like, so listen, you all. I'm cool with everybody, man. They are attempting to create safe spaces for this group of people. Okay, so on the one hand, they're saying these pedophiles who have not acted upon their attraction to kids right, right? that's the non-offending i think well i don't don't give maybe me, not maybe give not the line okay, okay, okay. that don't even make sense why it would be non-offending but i think they're saying to those who have never acted on those feelings let's let's have a safe space that they can be comfortable mm-hmm. in and but they're not really saying to those who have acted we're gonna like, send you to jail. Yeah, no, they're not saying you that. have to raise your hand and be arrested. No, it's it's just too much. This is my thing. Y'all niggas gonna end up on a map because you're gonna have to report where you live <laughs> anywhere by a school district, dog. Y'all don't want this smoke. Nobody, I ain't gonna say nobody because shit. If the LGBT community welcomes them, I think That's the LGBTQ community will be backpedaling. And yeah, that's not going to progress their cause. The Justice Department in the previous story we told you about, like, they're not going for that. Right. They, they're not, they're, they don't have any rights. Uh-huh. You, you've given up, your, you've broken the law once right. you do that. Right. So, yeah, that could be a slippery If you can send immigrants slow. away, like, it just, you know, we can yeah. go into that. So I just thought that was 
And I don't, I don't know. I mean, for me personally, I just think that uh, the can of worms or Pandora's box yeah. has been fucking open, dog. The fact <laughs> that we're even discussing Talk this, dog, I have concerns. Concerns? Um, hide your if kids. If it's an orientation, then that means they hide can be your teachers. wife, yes. I mean. No, your wife, she's of age. She might be okay. Ten years from now, your wife might be ten. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a slippery slope. But yeah. they say history repeats itself. And, you know, back in the day, this shit was not necessarily illegal like no, that. Like, moms was on that, G. Yeah. That, that, Sick. Yeah, so at the end of the day, man, pray. Pray. It. Not pray. Pray. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pedophiles, uh, we're going to wrap up this pedophile section of our news segment uh, for this week. move on over to entertainment what's topping off our entertainment news this week so have you heard the new music from r kelly <laughs> no i haven't i actually heard that he dropped a lengthy 20 minute lengthy track and i was concerned like how does this nigga have a song that's as long as a kanye album 20 minutes, and I sat and listened to the entire Oh, my stuff. <laughs> and you're an R. Kelly fan, are you not? I'm scared to say that. Ooh, uh, ooh. <laughs> hey, lady, ladies, that's both older and young ladies. But tell me how they call it pedophile because of that shit that's crazy. You may have your opinions, entitled to your opinions. But really, am I supposed to go to jail or lose my career because your opinion? What has turned her oh, off? I, 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 I am. <laughs> I was. I would like to be again. <laughs> this dissertation this nigga just released. He released the well, audio book. You know what? I am an R. Kelly fan. Okay. I do like his music. Okay. Always have liked his music. Um, his choices and things that he may or may have not done, I don't agree with, right? But this, this song, what's interesting? Because I thought he was, I, you know, I didn't know what he was going to say. Right. But he takes, it's like he's telling a story. As literally. Always, literally. And so he talks about how um, everybody around me got their hands out. We mm. know this. Yeah. We knew yes. this. It comes you with the territory, my nigga. You're a celebrity. Um, but he did talk about how he doesn't get to see his kids. He doesn't have a relationship with them. Um, how he's broke. Oh, who would have thunk it? When he had a... A campus of women. How is he supporting them? Yeah, apparently he's broke. Um, he doesn't have it like that. He even named the hotel that he was living out in. Um, he talked about... So it was in Calumet City? No, it was like, I want to say Homewood oh. Suites or something like Come that. Come on, it's State. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you should have called a nigga. No, but then he talked about, you know, you women... You know, you, you come at me about your kids, but you push your kids on me, mm. Um, mm. force your kids on me. Uh, then when things don't turn out the way you want, now you got your hand out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I fired my old people because nobody had my back. Nobody. I mean, he just kind of went through everything that has been talked about yeah. or that has been said. Alluded to. He addressed it. He rumor. called out names like Steve Harvey. Hmm. Um, what do you say about Steve? Who else? He named like a couple guys and he was like, you know, we're supposed to be men. Y'all supposed to have my back. You don't. Mm -hmm. you, you, 
you running your mouth, you know, being messy, using him as a soundbite to, to increase their, their following. Yeah. And we'll he talked about Wendy Williams, like, um, something like, no, I didn't give you no drink in this place. <laughs> I oh, mean, wow. he kind of ca- he touched on anybody that's like, like I said, recently Wrong had a time. sad shit about yeah. his ass. So yeah. hey, Aura, well, oh. damn, you in your feelings, bro? Yeah. When I say call me early, I meant for a coupon to the extended stay. I have connections, but um, <laughs> what I want to know is like, how did we get here to the point where one, this nigga is still like his, who are his fans then like he's still making music we're still talking about him and i mean he might not have as much money as he used to have but i would assume he has more money than us yeah yeah so it's just like but how do how do we fall so far um i don't know apparently he he just been getting some wrong deals because he talked about spotify he talked about how the label saying that he don't own his music they own it mm. you know who's that jive i'm not sure he didn't, he didn't mention the name jive records um but I've been seeing like Instagram and Twitter wars with people making comments. Mm-hmm. Somebody posts something uh, talking down about R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen a mother. You know, I have daughters and all that, and you know, but his music is inspirational. Blah blah blah. And this lady went in on her like, "You are an idiot! How mm-hmm. dare you promote somebody?" Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So Man, that's tough. he still has fans though, because when he played this on the live, there were people like. Oh, we love you. We support you. All right. I think that fans are just that, fanatics. And you can't really do any wrong in their eyes. And um, I haven't heard the new song, but the brother does make quality-ass music. So it's kind of hard if you're just there for the music to not fuck with them because the music is so good most of the time. But um, I don't know, man. Keep your head, aura. Maybe tighten that circle up a little more notches. And, uh, man... uh, Pray, not pray, for R. Kelly. And uh, what else is going on in entertainment with leveling up? So, did you see this happened last Friday, maybe? Or at the ESPYs? Nah, I ain't checked the ESPYs. What happened? So, we got into a huge debate about this. So, Shingy, the guy who did the In My Feelings Challenge, yeah. right? Hey, Shingy. He walked up on Russell Wilson and Sierra. Okay. And he got in the middle. He wanted to take a picture with Sierra. Right. So was he, he hella short compared to both of them? Yeah. Okay, I he's figured. Little guy. I figured. So he Sierra's like, okay, so he's getting next to Sierra, and as Russell is walking in, he goes, Heisman. My dog, my dog tried to push me out the way, try to get to my girl. You feel me? Ain't nothing but a thing. Ain't nothing but a thing. I know she fine, but dang, don't try to steal my girl. No, no, you got, he got a locked in, Rusty. I mean, shit, you took that L, man. It was like. Though. I mean, you let him take the picture, but you don't come back after the fact and be like, like if you was gonna do something, you would have did something. You didn't do nothing in the moment, so it passed. That so moment should passed. Have, should anything have been done? Now, I'm not saying it should have or shouldn't have, but what shouldn't have been done is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Oh, 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 oh! My shirt! Oh my like wife! Nah, but I'm saying you get the essence of what I'm saying. Like yeah. if you if it's a move, hey man, I'm finna move, but don't ever tell me to move, bro. Go ahead, enjoy the picture. That's one thing. It's another thing See, to move, no, no. Okay, so and your natural that. reaction was to be moved, and you moved, and then you like, wait, I just moved, man. Hold on, hey man, don't ever. That's some whole shit. Okay, so 
the way they showed the clip, you don't really know. Okay. Because they tried to show it and make it seem like Russell got played. Mm -hmm. But I guess my thing was, Sierra was the one that did the, right. the challenge. Right, right. It he makes really sense for them to take a picture. Russell really wasn't in that. I, we talked about this on a previous yeah, episode. He, he wasn't contributing. I know he was there for moral support, but he wasn't really and contributing. the guy is a little guy. He's a little guy, and he's so, on his way up, yeah. and this will help him get where he's going. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see why he allowed him to take the picture. Again, yeah. my whole point is you don't not react and then get in your feelings, and now you want to say something. You either do it or you don't, and you keep it moving. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You were who you were before we got here. Man. Um. So are we going to do this level up challenge? Meaning? Are we going to go take a picture with Sierra and push <laughs> Russell Wilson to the floor? What do you mean? No, you haven't seen her new challenge? Oh, was she popping ass in the bathroom? In a robe? Yeah, well, it's her video, and so everybody's been oh, doing the I didn't know that was a video. I thought that was literally just her that, at the crib popping ass. That was her in the crib, but she has a video. Ah. He's old, guys. Okay, so we're going to keep it moving. I and, don't have and, MTV uh, or BT. <laughs> Where do you watch videos nowadays? On my phone. On what? what the what? YouTube. A whole video? YouTube. YouTube, yes, but not Instagram. You're not watching a whole music video. Um, I thought her popping ass was IGTV. what the challenge was. IGTV. I will check it out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I have seen her reposting hella people doing little shit, so I figured okay. it was something, but I never seen the original. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. All right. So this was interesting, too. Did you know, oh, oh let me ask this. Do you know who Yazin Bay is? Wait. Going back to the level up challenge, I did see a father killing some dance moves in front of his baby that seemed like she was kind of sick and maybe Down hmm. syndromed. Yeah. Did you see that one? No. I want to say that was part of the level up challenge, and that's how I got hip to it. And then I seen other people doing it, and I figured it was something, but I didn't see the original. Okay. Mm. Okay. So do you know who Yazin Bay is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yasa is over there on the uh, 35th and King, and it's a West African cuisine spot. Yassa. Y-A-S-S-A. -S -S Yassa. Pronounced Yassa. Am I, am I right? Tell me I'm right. No! Who is Yassa Bay, man, if it's not the restaurant? Most deaf. That was my second guess. Did you know he changed his name? To Yassa Bay? Yeah. I would assume that was his original name. Most deaf is oh, way is doper. His original name? I would think so. I would but then why so. is it, the article I read, it said formerly known as Most Death. Because it's one of those Diddy, Puff Daddy things. Like, don't call me Most Death no more. I'm going back to uh, my roots. He doesn't want to be called Most Death anymore? Apparently not. Apparently not. But I believe his original name was fucked up like that. And not saying it's a fucked up name, but just, you, it was unique uh -huh. like that. So okay. I believe when, because when I got hip to it, I was hearing they wouldn't let Yassa Bay back into the States. I'm like, who the fuck? They was like, also known as. I was like, oh, my nigga can't get back home. Call me, bro. I got coupons for America. Yeah, he always sent some coupons. Call me. Um, well, yeah, so he was watching this video on Takashi 69 Okay. What happened with him? Yeah, he got beat up. I no. knew something occurred because I'm seeing all these memes and shit. It wasn't even, shit. like, worth reporting. Okay, okay. He got beat up like he should have gotten beat up. My home. Jay Prince now? It wasn't here. Uh, it wasn't in the States? No, it wasn't in Chicago. Ah, uh, yeah, he ain't welcome here, but. Um, but so he was watching this, uh, it was like a documentary, and it was at, like, right at 15 minutes, Takashi 69's video comes on, and you could just see 
I'm about to call you most deaf. I'm sorry. You could just see his face. He was so disgusted. He was like, this is the most depressing shit I've ever seen. It was an upbeat video and it made him sad? Yeah, because... Or to the video of Takashi getting his ass whooped No, it's, it's his, his music, music video. Okay. Yeah, that would make me sad. And he was like, it was just trash. Yeah. And basically, he, he talked about the group M.O.P. Andy oh. up. And oh, that, the masked out posse. He was saying what Takashi's doing right now isn't anything new. Right. This group. Oh, just on that wild Andy yeah, up, cold as ice, four yeah. alarm blaze. My cousin, man, shout out Uni. He used to produce for them, so I'm very hip, even though I'm old. I'm very hip to MOP. Them niggas old too. But yeah, so he was just—he wasn't impressed at all. Yeah, MOP was the shit. Probably still is. Um, so what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? Is this nigga back in America? Yeah, is this he nigga, is back in America. He's is in he New is York. he back with Talib Kweli and Black Star? Are they touring? I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure if he's doing music. But he's just is depressed with the state of hip hop. He's just depressed with the state of hip hop. That, yeah, and the fact that, you know, 50 was talking about Takashi, and he had all these other people kind of, like, pumping him up, and he's right. like, he's trash. And I don't think he was 50, that is. I don't think he was necessarily pumping up Takashi as an artist. He was talking about his trolling ability yeah. and his ability to market himself the way 50 likes to market himself. Because, yeah. you know, him and Floyd, have you seen 50 and Floyd's latest beef? No. Dog, I was looking at 50's uh, Instagram yesterday, and he published a police report that was like handwritten by Floyd's four-year-old daughter at the time or something, describing his, uh, okay. her watching his, her dad beat okay. on her mom. I don't even I'm like, know. that's, that's so a low-ass blow. But then Floyd screenshots him on FaceTime with 50's estranged son. It's like, nigga, like they are getting the children involved now. These niggas are some petty rich niggas, yeah. dog. But um, yeah, I mean, Takashi, I'm not really a fan of his music either. But I think he's a representation of what fans go for these days. So it's one thing to be like, oh, this nigga trash about the band. But it's another thing to be like, well, he's making millions. Anyway, last but not least, that's she, how much I don't care shit. about with the shit. Last but not least, uh, so if you were Dwayne Wade, uh -huh. are you going to China for $25 million or are you staying in Miami for $5.3 million? Play overseas for one year for $25 million? Three years, $25 million. Or stay here for and get $5 million per year? 5.3. Per year, though? It's only for one year. Oh, and it's not guaranteed I'll be playing for more than one year? I think at this point in his career, it's kind of whatever Gabby, Gabby Union wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've done it all. You're a champion three times over. You're not hard up for cash. You've probably been to China multiple times. Oh, he just got back from China, and they yeah. love him over there. And that's the thing. Do you go where you're tolerated or where you're celebrated? You know what I'm saying? So I, me personally, I wouldn't do a three-year commitment, but I might be like, yo, I'll come over there for one year for 10 or, or, or 12. Yeah. But, uh, and I think, I don't know if your dollar might go further there, too, if it's about money. But um, three years in China, I couldn't. Just commit to that shit. I would visit China. I wouldn't live in China. Well, I say. I say go with what your girl says, G, at the, on this one. Well, and they both travel, so you might yeah. as well. Y'all still have your house in, in Miami. Yeah, but like what, I mean, that's, I would say the NBA season about six months out the year, so I would assume it's the same thing over there in China. Mm -hmm. So if for that time you're not able to move and groove with your girl, like she maybe. She can go over there. 
Right, but if she has projects here in the states, she, she can't. Do the same thing she did when she when he moved here. She was but that's back the states, forth. not you. Who's gonna try to fly to China? Will Smith and Jada Pinkett do it all the time. They commute to China. They commute when one is doing a movie, and right. they commute and go stay for a month, a few weeks. But Jada has very little going on. Would you admit? Boy, Girl Gabrielle, trip? Gabrielle could plan her. She ain't got no sitcoms going on right now. Hey. Not that we just trying to plan y'all. Right, 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 right. We really concerned about y'all. Right, but if we did care, this is how the conversation (laughs) would sound. But I I would say, um, I would say China, but not for three years. Three years, and you've already done the Miami thing. So, like, what are we doing? Because it's beautiful. Why not? Miami. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Wade County. So I don't know. All right. All right. Well, that about wraps us up for entertainment on this week's episode of This and the Third. And finally, we're going to wrap up this week's segment with our favorite topic on this and the third. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, joining us today on our exclusive segment on this and the third is none other than Sandy and John of Shy Gives Back. Now, let's begin the show in the best fashion we know how by slow clapping these beautiful black people in, shall we? <laughs> now, Sandy, John, welcome. First of all, thank first you. of all, thank you for gracing us with your presence. Now, Shy Gives Back, that's a dope name, yeah, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us and the people listening, what is Shy Gives Back? So, Shy Gives Back, we are a social impact organization and we are looking to basically connect folks in the city of Chicago or outside the city of Chicago with giving opportunities so with these opportunities they can either be drives they can be um, events that we want to put on Mm -hmm. but we want to basically be the the hub for folks that want to give back in the city of Chicago so when organizations or people want to give back they come to you guys Absolutely. Okay. And that's, that's what we're hoping, just okay. in general. Um, I know Sandy and I, we, we have, uh, outside what we do with uh, Chai Gives Back, we have some really great jobs in that we're able to connect with different folks from different levels, whether they be your, your top level executives down to the folks that are, that are you know, cleaning up. So right. we want to be able to, to reach out to everyone yeah. right. to let them know that we can be that, that liaison when it comes to giving back in the city of Chicago. Okay. Now, even if people, like you said, don't live in Chicago, but want to give mm-hmm. back through the hub that you all have created, do most of the resources that they give stay in the Chicagoland area, or how does that look in terms of geographical reach? They do. They do. So, I mean, our goal is, is it, it's Shy Gives Back. So it's mm-hmm. all about supporting the communities um, because we... I'm a South Side girl, you Come know, on, so, you know, we, we know our communities and we know how in need our communities are, right. you know, rather it's to help clean up the clean up some of the streets or rather it's to go and feed the homeless or rather it's to help a school. Right. Um, we, we were really focusing on the inner city mm-hmm. um, and that's that's what's most important to us. Absolutely. But people can donate from outside. Yeah, donate from anywhere. Right. We're going to get to how you can donate in a moment, man. But we want to understand a little bit more about the, the why behind it. Like, okay. why'd you all get started? What was the inspiration behind it? And what kind of sets you guys apart? Because yeah. 
there, maybe some other organizations that may be doing this sim something similar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, why mm -hmm. should we donate to you kind mm -hmm. of thing? Absolutely. So how we get how we got started. Right. I wish our uh, other co-founder was here, Corey Marshall. He, Shout out to Corey. Hey, Corey. <laughs> What's up, Corey? <laughs> he is actually the catalyst on why we started what we're doing. Okay. Uh, he had approached myself um, about some just to give back in the city of Chicago. This was back in September of last year, let's say. Gotcha. So he did some, some giving back in the city of DC or the District of Columbia right. in general. <laughs> he gave back the last couple of years and he approached me saying, I'm living in Chicago now. I want to be able to do something and make a big impact. Do you mm -hmm. want to join me? And I'm like, yes, of, of course. course. This is something right. I really want to do. Well, I, I do here. a lot right. um, out in the community just in general. And this is something I, I really want to make a big impact. So then I'm really good friends with Sandy. And that's when I uh, had Sandy out at a, a, a Bulls game. And I approached her saying, hey, Sandy, this is, this is what we <laughs> hey, want to do. <laughs> this is what we want to do. And she was all aboard. And y'all know Sandy personally. She yeah. is just a ball of energy. Oh, and yeah. she's just like, she's just, you know that she wants to be able to help. So right. we all came together and we decided to do a Chicago Land Toy Drive, which is like an event that we put on back in uh, December. So we were able to raise, how many toys did we raise? Over 5,000. Wow. Yeah. And then we, we raised a, a, a lot of money and we ended up giving back to um, two homeless shelters. So okay. one of them was a safe haven for women and children. The other was the Primo Center, which is on the south side as well. Primo so, Englewood. So we were able to actually help out and uh, make an impact with these organizations. Right. And right when that was over, we, we felt so good. You know, we're like, right. you know, we were on an emotional What's high. Next? What's right, next? Right, right, right. But it was like, exactly. So that's kind of how Shy Gives Back, it, it, it was birthed from us giving back in December. So. I think just in general, like we have that um, philanthropic, like, you know, just like, this is spirit. what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. the mm -hmm. spirit. We want to be able to give back. And we actually, to be honest, we have some money left over and we were like, we want to use this to, for good. So mm -hmm. I'll let Sandy talk through on just, I mean, the, I just talked about the process, but I'll let Sandy talk through like the event that we're putting on next that's going to continue to help our folks to be able to come out and and be able to support us just in general. Yeah, now, before yeah. we get to the next oh, okay. initiative, no, it's cool. I just had a weird question. I've noticed that my kids don't really play with toys. Have okay. you run into it where kids <laughs> are like, oh man, this is cool, this is cool, but you got a phone? Yeah. <laughs> like, do they do that? I think nah, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. who do not grow up having access and they don't have, to Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I forgot Still my kids are toys. spoiled. Yes, <laughs> they are. They have a better phone oh, than I do. No, they, yeah, they do. And me. All right, so go ahead with the upcoming initiative, Sam. I well, swear. Well, before I get to that, though, but your question, one of your questions was what sets us apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. So um, with us going to the Primo Center and, um, and the other shelter, we, we were able to actually say, hey, thank you, um, Mr. So-and-so, for donating this, this gift. These kids literally wrote letters to Santa, basically, mm -hmm. and we took those letters. And we, within our networks, we passed them out. We distributed them and said, we have all these kids that want, these are their, their lists to Santa. Who wants to donate? Do you want to sponsor a kid? Yeah. Right. People went through the list and they said, I'll take kid number 17. I'll yep. take whatever, whatever. Oh, wow. But also when we went there, they had the opportunity to come with us yeah, as well. Yeah, so being able to have that hands-on experience mm -hmm. um, and actually being able to say, this was, this was, this was uh, Lorenzo, you know, and this is Lorenzo's gift. That, that, you just feel so different, yeah, you know, because yeah. anyone can donate money and, yeah. and give a gift and drop it off and right. see you buy. Yeah. But, but for an organization, touch, yeah. it's personalized. Yeah, that it is, touch, it is. Yeah. So as an organization, <laughs> for anything that we do, we want to be able to um, have give people that opportunity mm -hmm. to say not only do you have this opportunity to give, but you also have the opportunity to be there yes. when we're yep. giving it to 
the, pe the people that Absolutely. we're collecting it for. So Absolutely. that's a huge difference. It's a totally different impact. And I haven't, I've, I've volunteered a lot, but I haven't really had that type of experience. Right. And I mean, this is women's shelter. I yes. literally helped a woman upstairs with a baby baby in one hand and a, and a small child because she had so many toys yeah. and I helped her upstairs and for me to have that experience and in going into a homeless shelter yeah. and seeing where this woman and her child yeah. lives every single day oh, yeah. like that yeah. it changes it changes so much yeah. it changes yeah. so much I, I, would, I would say that you know sometimes your your presence is the greatest gift you can get yeah. you know it's cool to have something to unwrap and whatever but it's like some people just want to have a conversation somebody there, yeah. somebody there exactly. a name exactly. to a face yeah. those yep. types of things exactly so now what's going on with the upcoming so our next uh, initiative is called Teach to Give, okay. and it originally started with us doing a book bag drive. That was the idea, and um, Corey again, um, had, had, he just casually said, Corey. he just casually said, okay, why don't we also do something for the teachers? Okay. And we were like, no, why don't we just make that what the event is? Because right. no one ever does anything for our teachers, and our teachers spend so much of their own money. Every single year, decorating their class. Every season, yes. they want to do something seasonal. You know, they want to do a good friend of mine. She does a red carpet theme at her school in oh, Inglewood. Wow. She does a father-daughter dance in Inglewood. And I'm talking about babies, like right. kindergarten, yeah. first, second. Baby babies. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I don't see many father-daughter dances in right. Inglewood or wow. anywhere on the south side. So yeah. these teachers want to give these kids the experience, but they don't have the funds, the resources to yeah. do so. Right. So we want to, again, become that resource center. So what we did was with, um, with Teach to Give, again, we reached out to our networks um, and we basically said, you all know a teacher that's very deserving. Yeah. Um, this is the initiative that we're doing and please submit their name, how, how many years they've been teaching and why you feel that they should receive something. Mm -hmm. And also list out what it is that they need from their, for their classrooms. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we went through, we had all, so many nominations, um, yeah, we I did. And it's hard to, you know, again, with an organization that literally we came together organically and was like, okay, we want to do this, we should, we should become official. Right. You know, so it's hard with that and then honestly reaching out to our own our own contacts yeah. and, and depending on people to, to blast it out. And um, so we selected 50, 50 teachers that we are really, really pushing to get everything that they have on their list. Mm -hmm. And then another 50 teachers that we're going to basically put together all these hand sanitizers, Kleenex, yeah. you know, things that they need and they buy yeah. all, all the time, the time. Right. Um, paper and things like that. So that's our goal. And yeah. through that initiative, again, you know, we, we, we're asking people for donations. We're asking folks if you want to sponsor a teacher. Right. Um, you know, we can send it out. And just today, I got two two people sponsoring teachers. Yep. Um, but those were the initiatives. And again, we're, we're going to do another event. Right. Um, so that event is going to be August seventh at the Godfrey, and mm -hmm. that event is where we, we will rec recognize those teachers. Okay. And then the following week, um, the top fifty teachers, we will um, we'll go to seven ten lanes in Hyde Park, mm -hmm. um, and then we'll have you know we'll have bowling there and they can bring their family and they'll okay. actually come and oh. pick up the gifts. That's what's up. Yeah, now, okay. and, and, and that gives the givers the opportunity to also yeah, interact absolutely. with those they're giving absolutely. Absolutely. In, the personal absolutely. touch that we talked about. Yes. Yeah. Um, and will these become annual events? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so, both, so everything, it sounds like you all are kind of building it as you we go are. Oh, and yeah. continuing yes, to are. make these annual events. We are. Absolutely. We are. Because, I mean, once you do it, you know, people, people, they, they wait. They, 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 they can't wait. They we had so many people after the, the yeah. toy drive that were like, 
oh my God, let me know, please, I want to be involved next year. Right. And because, you know, we make it more of an event as well. Like, we don't want it to just be like, oh, you're donating your money, but we want to do something fun. Right. So, you know, right. we did we did an event that, you know, we had DJs and we had photo booths and we had lots of great raffle prizes yeah. and it was more of an experience. Right. So, you know, people, people are definitely yeah. down for anything that they can just come and, you know, relax and network right. and also doing something that benefits a great yeah, cause. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks to you all's value proposition as well, that, that experience that experience. you're able to, I mean, I They're want to kick it. I want to right, 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 right. party with a purpose. Right, right, right. I want to party with a purpose. Exactly. So I really appreciate that. Makes that makes sense. On the yeah. rim, on the rim. So um, besides the two initiatives that you all mentioned, what are some other maybe ideas that have been kicked around, maybe by Corey, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that we might be able to look forward to before the year is out or even next year? Or anything on the horizon besides? Well, even last night we had went together and we talked and we do have some things down the pipeline. I know mm -hmm. that we are looking to do some things for around the, the Labor Day weekend okay. to um, partner with the barbershop to yeah, be able to yeah. help Back provide to yeah, free Catch a and fade. I know we were talking also about um, eventually, like this is like big picture, you know, mm -hmm. being able to, to provide scholarships, yes. um, yeah. be yes. able to help um, kids go to college just yeah. in general. So and necessary. I know we were thinking about doing an event in spring as well. Like, uh, um, I know we had a fitness. Movie. Yeah, a fitness. You guys are having like a brainstorm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because we have a great. I mean, it's we have three founders, but we have great people that are on our committees yeah. and, and things like that that just you know are spitting out these great ideas. Right. And you know, we we don't want to oversaturate it, but right. you know, we want to do something that makes sense for for things. Right. And we want to we want to do something you know quarterly or seasonally or something like that yeah. where you know we're, we're we're constantly doing something where we're giving back or giving people the opportunity yeah. to yep. come together and network. And even with the. The, the big events that we're doing, we're also looking to do smaller volunteer opportunities. Yeah. So yeah. going to maybe Thanksgiving dinner, being able to go to a homeless shelter to serve. I know there are a lot of folks that I'm friends with that mm -hmm. want to be able to do it, but then Thanksgiving passes and mm -hmm. I go to do something and they're like, man, I really wish you would have told me about it. Right. Yeah. Or I wish I would have knew ahead of time, you know, yeah, yeah. To, so I can be able to help out. And I hear that all the time. So I'm like, let's just try to use our network and mm -hmm. what we know in general and the, the opportunities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like exactly. that. So, I like that. Um, so obviously there's more to come, but uh, for those that want to get involved, it was it August 7th with the teachers? Yeah. August, August 7th. August 7th, is 7th yes. for the teachers. And uh, we want to play a game with you all called This, That, and the Third. Okay. okay. Now the rules are very simple. We're going to ask you three questions. All you have to do is answer honestly and from the heart. Okay. Okay. Sounds but before we do that, let people know how they can get in contact with you and support uh, the initiative and just keep up to date with it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So all of our everything, Instagram, Facebook, um, is shy, C-H-I, gives back. Okay. And from those pages, you'll be able to find all of our individual um, initiatives that we have going on. Um, and we're um, developing our website because these days, social media is more important than actually having a website. Yeah. Um, but we are, it definitely is important. But you can, uh, shygivesback.com will be, um, is, our, is our website. Okay. Um, and then from Instagram and Facebook, you'll be able to donate um, to Shy Gives Back. Cool. All right, so Shy Gives Back for everybody out there. Spell it as a sound. None of that funny stuff, okay? <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get into the game. This is down the third. Do you want to kick it off or shall I? Uh, you go. All right. So um, this is this. In the grand scheme of things, with all the ideas and the conversations you all are having, and I mean, I think you all are living testimonies to the fact that you can do anything that you put your mind to, right? So ultimately, knowing that you can do anything and you can make this organization do whatever you want it to do, have whatever impact you want it to have, what does success look like? Like, how do you gauge, man, this is working and this is successful? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Either can answer. I mean, I'd like to hear from both. Okay. 
you know, when I go into an event or to anything process, I'll, that's one thing I always ask, mm -hmm. what is success to us? So just in general, what you want to know about Chai Gives Back or Teach to Give? Because Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me, mean, let's keep it broad scale. Chai and then back. one of y'all talk about the program, one of y'all talk about the, the uh, organization. Okay, so I'll, I'll touch on the, the organization. Okay. So what success look like to us? So being able to offer opportunities for folks to be able to, to build our network and then also having those opportunities to volunteer, I think that's really critical. But just, I think overall, um, the, the big picture is we want to give back. So as long as that we build like a, a network of volunteers or, and or we are accomplishing our goals as far as those big picture initiatives, mm -hmm. I think that we would value, view that as a success. Because okay. I think at the end of the day, like we are pulled every which way. We're on other committees, but this is our baby. This right. is something that we want to be successful. So um, we're still in the beginning stages of, of what we're putting together. But I feel like we have built the, the foundation for success okay. just in general. So us meeting regularly just to make sure that we're all on the same page, but also just like I said, growing that network and doing these events and then each event individually is looking at it. Right. Is this how, what's success to us? What it look what it looks like? And just us just being honest about like where we're at and what we're trying to do just right. in general. Holding holding each other accountable too. Yeah. yeah. That's important. So yeah. now as it pertains to teach to give. Yeah, so teach to give. Um, success. We've we've we we've started at a point where we put it out there and everyone's excited about right. it. So that's that's kind of phase one. Phase two is actually being able to support all of these teachers. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we're starting off with 100, and it may sound like it's, it's a small number, um, but when you do the math, it's no small oh, not number. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're talking about over, over, over $10,000. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for us, eventually, in the long run, we'd love to have corporate sponsors. Mm -hmm. We'd love to be able to get those teachers those iPads that they want. Yeah. Um, we'd love to be able to get them those, those desks and chairs that they want. Um, so all that stuff obviously takes a lot of money. Right. But for us right now, success is just being able to see those teachers come in and us being able to support those 100 teachers and them come in and them leave with a smile on their face yeah. and knowing that, you know, people may not think that $50 is a lot of money, but you know how much our CPS teachers get paid. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of money. So if we can just save them a, a week's worth of pay and mm -hmm. not having them to, to need to go mm -hmm. buy paper or you know, borders or anything like that, right. then we've, made, we've been successful. Just to piggyback on what she's saying, I feel like just in general, we've already achieved success mm -hmm. when it comes to teach, event, I mean, teach to Give, I apologize, mainly because we've been reaching out to these teachers. And I want to give a special shout out to Lola because she's been doing the groundwork Lola. as far hey, as- Hey, Lola. <laughs> calling the teachers and letting them know, mm -hmm. you know, about them being nominated and, you know, receiving this in our, in our eyes, a prestigious honor in order right. to come right. out to this. And that little bit, like teachers crying, you right. know, like they were yeah. really excited because yeah. people are thinking about them, yeah. not yeah. only just us, but the folks that nominated them. Exactly. They went out their way and said all these amazing things. So like we sat down and we were just like, it was hard to choose, you know, like, oh, yeah. to be able to reach yeah. out to There's them. a lot of amazing yeah. teachers in Chicago Man, that are so often, many. if not always, overlooked. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like I said, that, I'm already seeing it as success. I just want them to come out to the event right. so I can just, you know, shake their hand, give right. them a hug, yeah. let them know right. they appreciate it out here in Chicago. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Success in phases. All right, well, that was this. This is that. Okay, so give me three adjectives that would best describe yourself. What's an adjective? Mm. It, it, is, is it a descriptive <laughs> word? No, I'm just saying, so I can make sure I can, okay, maybe they knew, maybe they knew. Don't let the time. You were saying. Okay. I'm sorry. Adverbs, adjectives, I get them confused. You go first, Okay. 
uh, three <laughs> adjective, adjectives to describe myself. So one would be um, driven. Mm -hmm. I'm very driven and focused. And uh, uh, black? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that is a descriptor. <laughs> It is an adjective. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess let's, let's just say hungry. You know, like I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not satisfied all the time. Like I think people, they, they get complacent where yeah. they're at. I'll continue no matter what I think I'm, su I'm successful at. I'm going to continue to set goals for myself and, and keep on going. Oh, so right. I like it. Hmm. Gosh. There's so many, there's so many words to describe Man, me. Uh -huh. If you ever get the chance uh, to meet them, um, I can do it you will have 36 adjectives. <laughs> I can do it. Uh, Go ahead, John. You want to describe me. Where your first describe you? Lovely, mm. beautiful, talented, mm -hmm. amazing. All of these. All things. the, like the, the synonyms for amazing. I don't yeah. know how many we can put down. Right. That's Sandy. On just a vivacious. Mm. She is just Charismatic. Well, yeah. just, like, more than just that. Like, <laughs> she is analytical. She mm -hmm. is a boss. Like, oh, yeah. when I tell you, oh, yeah. a boss. Um, what else What else are you that I haven't talked about? Sandy Robinson. That's you, right. The name says it <laughs> That's all. It. The That's name it. says it all. That's it. Okay. Um, and this is the third. What advice would you give to, let's say, let's say the teenage version of yourself? What advice would you give to the teenage version Ooh, of yourself? Mm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Those years. I, yeah. I, I, now I do have a quick answer for this. <laughs> I would just say keep going. Okay. Keep going. No one, don't listen to anyone. Um, if you have, God has you. You're, you're on this path for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I say that because of where I started from. And, mm -hmm. I, and I always told myself, like my friends are doing this. I'm staying here. I've, I've always been different right. and being different is has gotten me to where I am now so mm -hmm. you know don't don't go left when they when they say go right, right. or you just you just stay on your own path right. you stay right. on your own path I'm clear I'm clear I think uh, if I were to say something to my my teenage self I would say to um, appreciate the people that are in your life you know because okay. at the time you know you really don't know when someone's time is gonna be called yep. mm -hmm. and then also appreciate the people that aren't in your life mm -hmm. uh, people are putting your life for a reason yeah. and and sometimes it's for a season. So, like, mm -hmm. I really, I, I would just say stay focused on the relationships that you do have. And, um, but be open to, to the other ones in, in, in the rest of your life because you're going to be doing a lot of big things. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Well, one last time before we get out of here, please tell the people how they can keep in contact with you. And most importantly, how they can support and the donate. cause. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook, Shy Gives Back, C-H-I Gives Back. Instagram, Shy Gives Back. Uh, shygivesback.com and contact at shygivesback if you need to email us. Stay like that. Well, we definitely appreciate you all pulling up and popping out to an exclusive segment of this, that, and the third. Can we uh, slow clap them out? Of course. Job well done. Job well done. And thank y'all for uh, tuning in and turning up for another exclusive segment of this, that, and the third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co-host with the Moses, Miss Reese Peace, the one and only. And we are the undisputed king and queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. Third, and that's none other than relationships. relationships. So what is topping off our relationship news this week, Reese? Okay. Dear DC. Of course. What does the word submission mean in 2018? Does it still exist with women contributing equally, if not more, financially to the household and to the decision making? Submission 
Submission means handcuffs, leather, and butt stuff. Okay. Doesn't it? All it's right. like when you don't let the girl touch you when y'all having no, sex. No, meaning when they, you know what I'm saying, when, when a woman is supposed to be submissive to her man. Like biblically? Yeah. Okay. Um, what, what do you say about this? I need to hear a female's opinion before I put my foot in my mouth. I'm very socially aware this time. Um, hey, you have to do what works for you. Mm. Okay, so whatever works in that situation. What? <laughs> to each his own? Yeah, I'm not, I don't think there, because there's some men who still are rocking with that old way. Right. There's some men that aren't. Mm. And just like there's some women. Well, I don't really know any women that are rocking that old way. So. Yeah. It's a thing of the past, I think. Um, <laughs> I think submission is okay to a degree. Right. Um, but then if you keep doing something so much, they get used to it, mm. you know. And my mom said, don't start no habits you can't keep up. So mm. I don't know. You got to think about it. Mom always told me. Um, I would say based on the definition, or not even the definition, but if you break down the conjunction, yeah. sub mission submission so it's like what lies beneath the purpose in which we're here okay pastor king and if by definition or conjugation submission to me means whatever it takes for us to prosper so if we're a couple and i mean the world right now is set up not necessarily in the favor of black men maybe a little bit more so in the favor of black women and yeah. corporate and american whatever setting then baby go get the bag and i might have to be an entrepreneur hustler supporter with the bam and it's not on some oh well the old way was this this ain't the old, the old way, way because i feel like systematically um there is a, a a greater initiative to break down and continue to break down the black household the black community blah 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 yeah. and if you can disempower the men or when you disempower the men and get them caught up in the judicial system uh prevent them from being yeah. the the, the staple of the family that they used to be, and women have all the control and authority and resources, then of course, we might have to submit to them financially a lot of times. We might have to submit to them in terms of a lot of different things socially. But uh, at the end of the day, as long as we together and we're moving towards whatever this mission is as a unit, I think that she can lead in certain regards and he can follow in certain regards. So pretty much what I'm saying is, there are different points in a relationship where the man will have to be submissive and the women will have to be submissive as well. Most of the time in the bedroom. I'm just saying. All right. Thank you for that. No problem. Next. Dear DC, I'm the best man in the upcoming wedding. One of my jobs, as requested by my groom, is to set up a bachelor party with strippers at a private space. Yes. The problem is my wife doesn't want me contacting strippers nor attending this party. I told her that she's dare wrong, but she dares me to try. Thoughts on, or suggestions on what I should do? I don't like the words dead and dare in relationships. You don't dare anybody to do anything, lady. And you don't wish death <laughs> upon your lady, man. But I will say this. If he was allowed to have a bachelor party and strippers at said bachelor party when he was about to jump the broom and wed her, she should allow his homeboy the same opportunity and trust that this nigga is not finna be eating stripper pussy because it sounds like that's her concern. What say you? 
pass that girl, get over it. Yeah, move on. Strip for him the night before, Four. and maybe he'll have his fill, and yeah. then he'll just go and watch. He's going. He's going. He's going. No Whether he has to say. take a break from your marriage <laughs> that night or whatever. You know how niggas pick fights around Valentine's yeah. Day? Don't get duped into some shit. Uh, and he's the best man. It'd be different if go. he was just an attendee. Yeah. And I, I would even say if he's a part of the wedding party, he has an obligation. But he's, he's the, best the best man, man. bro. Come on. Let she this man it. be the best man he can he be. Can be. <laughs> All right. And what else we got in relationships to wrap us up for this week? Um, I'm dating a new guy. When he pays for movie tickets, I get the snacks. Hmm. When he pays for dinner, I get the next one. Well, my mom and aunt are, well, my mom and aunts are old-fashioned and say I'm setting the wrong expectations mm. of a 50-50 relationship mm -hmm. when men need to feel in charge. Did I start off wrong, and is it too late to correct the situation? What say you? Did she start off wrong, first of all? By going Dutch early. Yes. You started off wrong, you should let the nigga pay? Yes. Okay. And now is it too <laughs> late? <laughs> Facts. Did, is it too late to reverse the trend? Yes. Why do you say it can't, it's no going back? Because he knows you're down and he knows you're gonna pay. This reminds me of that question about we smoked out and fucked yeah. the first date. Yeah. Can we now go out? He mm. know that you gon' you gonna come through. Yeah. You gon' you got it. Yeah. You know, so he could plan a date and have no intentions of paying because he know you gonna pay. Right. I, I I would come from a different perspective on this one. I would say that it's never too late to teach an old dog new tricks. Not saying you a dog, my nigga, Ruth. But I would say that uh, <laughs> was it five dollar Tuesday? Because if he bought the tickets and you <laughs> spent forty dollars in the concessions there, you were you paid for that date. He spent twelve fifty, and y'all have spent forty. Coupon. You know I have coupons for AMC on Illinois. But in all in all seriousness, I think that it's never too late to kind of reel that shit in because early I kind of like that about a female. If she's like, let me get this one because it don't have to be hey we going fifty fifty on snacks and tickets. It could be like man I paid last date. She pays this day, but it's not no, hey, bitch, you going to pay? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, no, no. I got my card out and I'm trying to pay. She's like, let me get this one. I like that shit because I might not let her get it, but it's the fact that, because what I hate is the motherfucking bill comes and niggas be fumbling. They all, it's like, you're not, look, you know where your wallet is. So if, I, if you need me to help you look for your wallet, if you finna for real play, if you want to play, let's play. I got it anyway, so don't fake like you was finna so grab the bill and do nothing. Why does have to act like she gonna pay it if you gonna pay it anyway? She doesn't, but I think that speaks to her character or lack thereof. Don't get into actress mode when the bill comes. <laughs> I got it. She put it closer to me anyway. She knew I had it. Why are you fumbling the bag and acting like you finna go in your pockets? I like a real chick that's gonna be like, you know what? I got this one. Or you know what? You got the... Um, you got the uh, concessions last time. I'm gonna get the concessions this time. Or you got the tickets. I'm gonna get the concessions. I like that shit. And then I would like it so much that I wouldn't even let her do it. It's the thought that literally counts in that situation. And I think, please, 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 <laughs> let me finish this thought. I think that because their parents were raised a certain way, if they realize and admit and accept that there's a new way and age of dating and relating to one another, that that means they feel that the way that they were raised was wrong. And that's not necessarily the case. It's just that dating has evolved. And shit, the, 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 the playing field has changed. This isn't no, 
I'm finna walk 12 miles to work, leave my <laughs> wife home to rear the children and come home and go to sleep and do it all over again and bring this check home. This ain't fences. Right, no, it's not fences, but it also ain't, nigga, I'm finna come pick you up and I gotta drop you off Uber. and I gotta pay and I Uber. gotta. But see, what I'm saying is there are men like that. Those aren't men. That would be my argument is that's not men. They males, they boys, but they're not men because men don't do that. No, I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say okay, the, the male the, the male gender doesn't you know prey on women financially and, and otherwise. But I would say that a real man in 2018 is not out here trying to juice a female for for coin. Like get your paper, bro. I I'm not saying that they don't exist. I'm just saying that those are not men to me. Okay. Okay. But what do you say? Let us know in the comments below because we will never finish this debate on this and a third. My girl Reese is adamant about her opinion and she will not be moved but Hold i up. didn't talk he did but she refuted everything i said so i know she's not with the shit she's with the shit she's just not of the shit but what say you let us know in the comments below and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the next episode of this and the third the lifestyle show that gives you life literally, literally. and once again it's been your boy cavalry roy king the third my lovely co-host with the most miss reese pc the one and only and we are the undisputed king and queen of chicago podcast check, check us out, out. There we go. Yes. Yeah, man.